You're listening to Drek Happens, a Shadowrun podcast. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 3. Everyone on the team knows that Rook is a reliable teammate, especially in combat. No one messes with this mage. With her close-shaved head, feather tattoos rising up her neck, and her fiery golden eyes, this Native American mage is fearsome by appearance and by local reputation. However, there is one aspect about this woman that the team does not know too well. Every day, she communes with her mentor spirit, the Raven. If you're not familiar with mentor spirits, they are deities that have personal relationships with magicians. The Raven in particular took pity on a young rook who was bullied often when she was a child in Seattle. The Raven is a dark and devious trickster. He thrives off the bounty of chaos, but does not cause them. He merely knows an opportunity when he sees one. With Rook, the Raven gave the mage not only companionship in her time of need, but also a sense of purpose and enjoyment in causing carnage for those that cross her. While she is no longer bullied, there comes a cost to being close to the Raven. Each day, the mage must resist the temptation to prank or pull a clever trick, even amongst her friends. Most days, she is able to resist, but today is not that day. Now, let's get back to the story. The team survived the ambush and stopped Jared from kidnapping Narcus. They now must decide what to do with the traitor. Sansi suggests a cruel, yet effective method that will determine their next course of action. So I'm going to do Mind Probe, which he doesn't get to resist because he's knocked out. I'm going to do a 4-6 so I get any information. Oh, wow. You hit the jackpot then. How do you do this? Are you, like, touching his head? It's, it's touch-based, so basically I just I touch his head or, you know, I'm not touching anything else, so just touching his head. <laughs> not, until, not until Nova gives me the club. We'll get to that. <laughs> this is what you find out. He is part of that original Shadowrun team. They were plotting for months, if not a year, on how to steal the talisman from the, the, the Black Lodge. And they were totally set on doing that. They had their game plan. They knew what they were going to do. They just knew it was heavily guarded, so they're always trying to find ways. And then when you guys swooped in, killed the Shadowrun, killed the Black Lodge, and got out, it ruined their plans. But that's how you got on their radar. They're still looking for the talisman. But they realize that every time they get a hint of where it is, something happens negatively. Someone's trying to disenchant or access the talisman and someone dies. And so that thing is constantly being moved by Knight Errant. And then they have a relationship with Lone Star, so they don't know which ones it's between. So the talisman is somewhere. And like they, they, they were hoping, one, they could get from Narcus what the talisman looks like because he's the one that actually saw it. And then they could find more research that way. That was the main reason why they wanted Narcus. And they were probably, since he has like the same skill set as you, they were probably going to use Mind Probe on Narcus to do that. In terms of about Respaldo, Neo, Chef, and Sansi's parents, what happens is Respaldo was killed by the pilot, the one that you were targeting. So that's why he has such a high willpower logic. Really good spellcaster, and he's a pilot. You guys actually technically met Respaldo's killer. And that guy, he goes by the name of Razor. He's like the lead of, of that Shadowrun team. And so their whole plan was to get, grab Narcus. They don't really care about killing you guys off. They just thought that you guys were just small-time Shadowrunners, so they didn't really think much of you. They knew, Shadow, they knew Narcus was big time based on his accomplishment. So that's why it was the goal was to pretend Jared was captive like everyone else, get, find out where Narcus is. They knew that Fats was involved, so that's why he got 
quote unquote delivered. He actually got beaten up to make it look real. He got delivered to Fats to get to Narcus. They're supposed to grab Narcus and then get out. So you guys spoil their plans. You heard of Jared's lies, like how he was back in good grace with Respaldo and good back in good grace with John and Mary. It's, it's far beyond that. Basically, everything that Sansi suspected was confirmed based on this mind probe. Whatever Jared did to Sansi, it was all through malicious intent. You finally get the full story behind it. Yes, he kidnapped you, Sansi. Find out that the Circle is a, I, I mentioned this before, is an organization dedicated to fighting the humanist polis. The original KKK now evolved to humanist polis. If you're not human, they, they, they hate your guts. So the Circle is against that. And especially since Sansi was a dwarf, Jared, he is supposed to protect all dwarves, all metahumans. But you find out, and Respaldo knew this, and John and Mary found out too late, but Jared is a double agent. Their, their goal for the circle is to go undercover, do major damage, and then get out every time. That's what their mission is. But Jared, he initially started as a circle, and then he got indoctrinated with the humanist polis and then became a double agent. Hmm. He betrayed the circle. He kidnapped Sansi. Did a lot of messed up things that Sansi could share with you guys later. The worst part is, so when Sansi got rescued by Respaldo, John and Mary, they were left fighting Jared, and only Respaldo and Sansi escaped. Ever since then, John and Mary were held captive, and they were starved, they were tortured, and they were just held as hostages or as bait for all the circle. So the circle would try to rescue them every time, and every time they tried to rescue, uh, Jared and the humus polis would always kill the circle off. Because of this Shedham thing, Black Lodge thing, that's how Respaldo got on his radar. That's where he started planning. And so Chef and Neo, they're involved because they were there to protect Respaldo. And because they didn't know that Vic tattletailed on them, well, it wasn't really Vic's fault. He got, he's in a coma now because of all this. But that's where they got captured. And now they're still being held captive. And so Sansi, you know exactly where they are now. They're only a mile away, but they're in a fortified area. It's a humanist polis headquarters. Good thing is, is based on Jared's mind, you kind of know the general blueprint of it you don't know you could probably draw out the map you don't really have the actual blueprint but you know where the location is so you could probably work with whisper figure out how to infiltrate so we even like know the layout of how like they do their like guard schedule okay so just so, to confirm their plan was to like mind probe narcus to try to find right. the talisman i want to know what that talisman looks like gotcha because once they know what it looks like, they know exactly what to look for and they can use, you know, astral perception and be much more defined in their search. They just know that the, the Black Lodge had access to like the most powerful talismans in the world. Some of them, it's big money or it's very powerful. So that so, was- their, But they don't know where it is. They don't know where it is. They don't they know have, where it is. They have leads, but like every time there is a lead, you know, the only reason why they can't find it is because someone always dies when they try to disenchant this thing. Hmm. Okay. Firstly, I searched Jared. Does he have anything on him? Word sticks. Yeah. <laughs> take, taking a step from Jay's book here, is there anything yeah. on him that we can use? Any focuses? Yeah, I was. I, that's what I was thinking. If he's built around me, he, he, he may have a focus for me. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Uh, no, he didn't have any focus on him because he got beaten up. So, like, he tried to make it stage it where when he got left on your doorstep, he had nothing. Does he have, like, a hideout separate from the human whatever? No, but you do know the kind of loot they have there, and it's very, very attractive. Okay. So he does have all his focuses there. When you start searching, like, what's in this headquarters, 
big money, big loot, big inventory of weapons is there. If you guys get this done, whatever fat was gonna fats was gonna pay you, this is definitely the biggest payoff if you can infiltrate this place and just take it down. Cool. Okay. And there's another option is maybe you don't kill Jared yet. Yeah, I don't think that's an option. Is that like, really an option though? Because you could handcuff him, you could put him in like an isolated area, and you can interrogate him all you want. Ooh, torture him. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I can torture his ass. Okay, we'll take him with. <laughs> Well, I mean, his ass was going to get tortured by the club anyway, but. The stun baton, too. Wow. Fats, if we take Jared, you're going to keep him in custody. You're going to make sure this mother effer never gets out, right? Yeah, she says, though, that the more, the longer he's with them, the more likely they're going to be attacked. She's going to have to fortify her defenses. She doesn't think that having such defenses is sustainable in the long term like maybe a month team is there any way that we could maybe use him to try to gain access to this place and keep in mind now that this that this other shadow run team uh knows that you guys one can fight there might be repercussions of the hostages uh, you might use jared as his bargaining chip could maybe we say we could just checks with fats we we literally it's going to be like two days tops and then fats you know, Sansy looks her right in the eyes. I will kill him myself and dispose of the body. Does Narcus remember what the talisman looks like? Or he doesn't really know what exactly the talisman was either, right? I don't think he knows. Right, that's the problem. Like, when we went into the room, right, we saw a bunch of them. He doesn't know, like, which one they're looking for. Yeah. But, like, if Sansi mind probed Narcus, would he be able to figure it out? Or it's, yeah. with the information he got from mind probing. I was going to say it would give me access Jared, the, right? to things that he may not even have picked up on. That, like, gives me access to the memory, but I don't know what I'm looking for either. Right. And uh, I'm not sure Narcus would be willing to give up all his life secrets. And he's a knocked out right, but he's a knocked out right now. So. Wow. <laughs> wow. He might shoot you for invading his, his life. Well, he can try. <laughs> no one has to tell him. Tony, yeah, there you go. He would never around. know. Like well, he, he absolutely no. If he's knocked out, he doesn't. There, there's like no conscious recollection of that. If I mind probe somebody that's conscious, they know what's happening. They don't know like where it's coming from or who it's coming it from. The target is aware of the probing, though they may not know the source of the spell. Right, so he may not even know it's me to try to like shoot at me. So you know what I mean? <laughs> Jared did all this really weird stuff when you were unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> That's too good. No, I won't mind probing Narcus because I was, I was just asking. Yeah, if, I, I mean, I, that's, that, that was definitely a great idea. But the, the the only problem with that is it it gives me access, you know, unlimited access to that memory if he was willing. But I don't know what I'm looking for either. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna say you guys are going back to Fats. She just owns the Jaded Envy now. She's a what? Oh, the owner. Yeah, the owner now. She's bought it out uh, based on her wealth. So you guys, that could be your. I'm away from home. You could be guests for now until the Shadowrun team is taken care of. She doesn't feel safe. Okay. Okay. Sansy kicks Jared and says, "Take that, motherfucker." What are you That's kicking? Much... I'm gonna kick him in his nuts, <laughs> right in the good old cajones. <laughs> All right. No, no, no. 
before I did that, I boosted my strength. So my strength was 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 eight when I kicked him. Wow. You know, just to make sure he really feels it when he wakes up. Sorry for the unprecedented intermission, but what you just heard were the final minutes of one game session. A few days later, I explained to the team over Slack what was really happening within Jared's mind and thought you'd all want to get this context too. Due to the humanist polis horrific experiments, Jared suffers from dissociative identity disorder with two extremely different personalities. There is the good side, who we refer to as Jared, the true loyal circle warrior that wants the best for Sansi, John, Mary, and their friends. Then there is the evil double agent personality who is known as Rictor. Even though Rictor is largely responsible for the recent mayhem, Sansi still sees no redemption in Jared and harshly judges him based on past actions. I also shared with the team that if they do decide to attack the Humanist Polis headquarters, there are literally hundreds of racist soldiers they'd have to consider. This caused the team to start planning and scheming without my presence, so after a few days, we finally got together again. For the rest of this episode, nothing much happens plot-wise, but it will give you the insights, the complexity, and the laughs for what the team ultimately decides to do. You guys want to start plan potentially terrible? <laughs> what do you mean? Aren't you starting it? Me? Yeah, you're the fake Johnson. Oh, I, I thought we were doing the surgery thing first. Are we trying that or no? Oh, I thought <laughs> we're trying did we abandon I, that? I thought what? Tim? We kind of have to. It's <laughs> like, like okay, like like I said, it's it's a pebble towards a mountain. It's not going to accomplish anything. If Why anything, he's well, fun, yeah, it would be fantastic, and Santi would love to see it happen, but it makes more sense to keep him alive. Really, if maybe somebody wouldn't have thrown hundreds of humanist polis towards us, we would have other. Why does my camera keep focusing? I don't know, Tim. Hold on, <laughs> don't yell at me. <laughs> His voice is loud. Yeah, I, I actually, I have a very natural, loud voice. I can't tell. No, no, not not at all. As far as the plan, the fake Johnson's probably our best chance at success. But what is that plan going to be to draw them out? Like, what is the the mission for them? Um, I was joking, but sort of not joking. Well, like, they're, they hate, like, metahumans. Send them to, like... A meta, the metahuman club that we're aware of where they do like those weird creepy things yeah but well, what's the payout for that when you're setting up a meeting remember shadowrunners don't know the full details of the meeting until they meet mr johnson right right we're, we're setting it up right so all, all we really have to do is convince the fixer to take you on as a johnson to get them out i thought we, we don't need we don't need like super whisper, details or anything because i'm not a human well, we'll oh. yeah, we'll need Whisper for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that better? Another thing you could do is um, you could just be a filthy metahuman guy that wants to get rid of a metahuman club. Well, so I was thinking, isn't it better coming from, like, a human so they can pretend to be all super racist and stuff? It's like, yeah, yeah we hate those too. trolls and orcs. And then you could do that, too. I'm just saying, it's not, it's, not a, it's not a deal breaker if an elf is asking humanist poly to destroy a metahuman club. Yeah, I just feel like it's more... Uh, Oh no! What's the word I'm thinking of? Like they'll relate better to like humans feeding many humans. Yeah. Uh, how are you gonna approach Whisper on this? You think she's gonna do it for free? Uh, if not, then 
Can I just borrow her face? Just fast? Like... Oh, wait, wait, no, fast will pay her. Yeah, we're, I mean, we we still didn't hear back from Fats. What she what is she willing to put up for the mission? It depends on what you guys are planning. Well, so it's kind of clear. So we need a ideally a human to pose as a Johnson to go to their fixer, who we know from Jared, to create a um, a fake job where they want to hire them to. I don't know. We want them to just like steal something from the club or just destroy the club because like, to destroy the club because of like bad something terrible happened to one of our human brothers or whatever. <laughs> right? We just need to get them out and do something. That's the plan. Anyone else have any suggestions or want to add anything to that? We can even provide pictures of like what they do in that club and stuff to serve like yeah, anniversaries. And that's good. <laughs> then how are we going to ambush them? We're going to be outside. We're going to be inside. I mean, we'll have to be outside so we don't piss the fixer off. That's true. Yeah. After the club's destroyed, though, right? <laughs> well, no. That's we the, but that's that's the thing. You're, you're we're actually overthinking it. We only need to convince the fixer. At the details don't really matter. We just have to present some kind of plausible explanation to the fixer why we need some more, you know, need to hire someone. And then we could just ambush them before they even got to the fixer. Because we know where they are. We could ambush them in between. Oh. The, right. In between the base and the fixer. Yeah. So you're saying then, Tim, that uh, you're not going to manipulate. I mean, you're not going to do anything off really offensive towards a fixer other than just lying and, and telling them that it's a real mission. Right, exactly. Because they're not going to know who we are. So then the real test is the miss of Johnson convincing the fixer that he needs his men. Yes. Right. right. And you want Whisper to do that. Because she's a human? Unless we, do they normally meet in person for the kind of well, for these things? Yes. Mr. Johnson's do, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean, like, uh, I, I agree with D that uh, it would be more plausible that a human goes up and tries to get him to hire for this job. Not to mention, does Fats know of this fixer? Fats, like, yes. Like, it's a fixer that she never associates with because of the fact that he's a racist fixer. Yeah. Right, so if the fixer is racist too, it's it's better <laughs> that we send, we send Whisper. Right. Although, just for, like, future reference, what is involved with, like, making, like, the Mission Impossible faces? Okay, oh. I feel like that could be really handy. Yeah. Like, is that like a skill I could pick up? I, there's no like yeah. face making. Wouldn't it thing. be disguise? Wouldn't it just be disguise? But Jamie, Damien's actually thinking of a machine that does that for you. Yeah. Mm. So it's like, don't they do like Mission Impossible? They just have like a printer that makes people's faces. Yeah. Right? Damien, if you do some research and then give me a like comparable what other things cost, I'll, I'll, I'll make it happen. Let me Google search how to make someone's face and see what happens. <laughs> I meant like in the Shadowrun world, like if you say, hey, Mike, if this machine costs this much money to do this thing, and I argue that this thing costs this much to do this thing. Okay. So just I'll do some, do, do some homework and then I'll make a decision. Okay. I'll take a look into that for the future. But we sort of have the first steps of our plan, right? Or we just go in. No. Hope for the best. To try to well, then you also have to look at what is our leverage if we fail. If we fail and they end up killing us, well, then we're dead. So yeah, we're dead anyway. So, <laughs> <Game> over. <laughs> yeah. 
Because, I mean, I can't imagine they're going to leave, uh, you know, without some kind of security or, you know, whatever. So our goal and is they have to, a Decker. And our goal is to capture all of them? <sighs> yeah, or what do we have for a bargaining chip? Yeah, Jared. But they're not going to give us our entire team for Jared. That just, I mean, numbers-wise, it doesn't even make sense. Jared might be, you know, like high up, but they're giving up any possible leads to find this focus. Doesn't it also generally seem like a bad idea to try to capture a Shadowrun team and then let them go? Well, no, we wouldn't let them go. We would capture, yeah, why would we let them go? Didn't you just say we're using them to exchange? Well, we'd have to trade them. They'll be handcuffed. I know. I know. Don't you, and just generally doesn't that seem like potentially a bad idea down the line i mean hit hit with a better idea i mean this is the best idea that we have if we can get the four of them out okay you know we we at least have a better chance yeah i i I thought originally i thought we're just going to kill them and make it easier to go into humanist polis so we don't have to fight no because i mean they're not they're not even the problem going into humanist polis it's the hundred other people that are there that are the problem Wait, wait, wait. I he don't... wants the talisman and and Razor, right? Uh, actually, one... it's Razor that wants the talismans, and Humanist Polis want the rest, but like Razor wants a particular one. And, okay, so Humanist Polis has a reason to hold on to Narcus and I mean Narcus, um, Neo and all of them. Then, right? Well, they're only there because the Shadowrun team put them there. Yeah. See, like, hmm. so if we take out the Shadowrun team. Mm-hmm. Then why would humanist polis be because, because even though the shadow team, the shadow run team may not be like a part of the humanist polis, or they just do jobs for them, or something like that, they may be racist. But you yeah, know, from Mikey's fun. description, they are yeah, that's a close tie, yeah. right? There, it's if they're we took them out, it's not going to help us rescue them at all. We we'd really have to like trade them. Well, it helps us in the sense that we're not finding a hundred human polis and a Shadowrun team. You're saying we should just start a war between them and one of the companies. I was just saying, like, like, I guess we could try to capture them, but we shouldn't feel too bad if we kill them. Okay. Right, if one of them dies, I mean, that's that's fair. Or all of them. them. (laughs) Well, we can't kill all of them, or we just go back to where where we're originally at, and we only have Jared as a bargaining. Well, because we actually don't even necessarily need them for, like, bargaining, right? Because they're the ones that are storing them in Humanist Poles. We just need to kill all of them, except for maybe Razor, and be Razor be like, hey, let her guys go, or we kill you, right? Or control thoughts of them, or knock them out to release them, right? We can try. Yeah, I mean, if we're able to capture them all, then that'll make it easier. But then, once they release them, we should also kill the Shadow Run team. Yeah. It just seems like a bad idea to have a Shadow Run team that we captured running out there. But I think I think we know what to do, at least until the very least, until we capture them. And whether they capture them, they die, or we die, is when we need to make the next decision. But we can wait on that. Right? Yeah. Okay. If I can hit them, I mean, I can just, I'll, I'll start knocking them out. Yeah. And I, all my bullets are stunned. All my stuff is stun damage. So. Oh, well, I mean, I'm straight shooting Narco Jet capsules. So. 
how much, Mikey, how much time has passed since, uh, since whatever? Well, you guys just brought him back to the, to the club. So basically, it's still that night. It's still that night, whatever you guys want to do. I mean, we could, we could just simply cut out the middle band, contact them, and be like, we'll give you Jared for our team. And see, and at least see what they say. They don't want Jared. I mean, they put him out but there for a reason. Mikey's description, Jared was a double agent. That's why they let him try to infiltrate us, and he almost succeeded. Um, but Jared is apparently, what, almost borderline worshipped at the Humanist Polis for what he's done, based off your description? That's about right. Right, so he's he is more valuable to them. That's why I said we couldn't kill him. He's more valuable to them than the Shadowrun team is. Right? Uh, no, he's, off- a, he's on equal grounds with the Shadowrun team. They're all equally right. Weak. Yeah. We could try to just trade Jared and be like, we don't know where your damn focus is. But then we could go try to steal it ourselves. I think regardless, we should try to steal the talisman ourselves, but we also, <laughs> I guess, but that's not going to be our first step. Um, my concern with trying to trade Jared first is like, this is going to be weird, like, let's try to trade Jared. And they're like, no. And they're like, ring, ring, it's hello, it's your fixer. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. It kind of like blows the potential, like suppress. I feel like we should go the capture route first and maybe they all get away. Maybe we die, maybe they die, but until that happens. Oh my gosh, someone go talk to Whisper. Yeah, Just see what she says, because this plan hinges on her. She's going to want, like, some stupid okay. amount of money. I'm, like, too much. But that said, she'd cover everything for, well, not everything, but she'd true. cover things within reason for this mission. And it's totally related. Yeah. Give her a team back. Yeah. So, all right. So, I guess first step, we're talking to Whisper, mm-hmm. and uh, with Fats at the same time, just to... Get us all on the same page. You're at Fats Club and you, you invited Whisper to come over? Yeah. So we need your help, Whisper. Help get Fats's team back. Okay. Do you and want to use any skills or influence? Please. <laughs> or are you just asking out of the kindness of your heart? Is this a negotiation thing yet? Unless you got something to give. Getting help for bringing her team back, right? Or almost otherwise, what would it be? Just. Well, there are whispers, uh, you know, she's only related to her aunt, but has no real obligation to you guys. Yeah, no, but we're, this whole mission is, like, to, like, help Fats, because Fats wants her team back, right? That's the whole... Yeah, she's trying to protect her team, yeah. yeah. So, 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 so yeah. I want to get them all together and be like, and originally, originally when we talked to Fats, she, like, she wouldn't give us upfront petty cash, but she would say she would help um, front load the costs if they're relevant to the mission, and, this seems fairly relevant. So like the cost in this case is access to Whisper to help. Who's asking? Me. So Nova asks Whisper in front of Fats, which is yes. very, very smart. She puts on a professional face and she says, well, h- how much is this gig worth to you? Right then, Fats just slapped her in the face and Whoa. says, this is my team. You should respect the family. You're doing this for free. No questions. Wow. And Whisper, she just nods her head and she realizes how stupid she is, and that's it. Oh. face. <laughs> Whisper says, I could be Mr. Johnson. Use your story. I think it, it works well. And then she, uh, she, she says, what I, rec- I recommend, though, is make this more urgent, and we'll just say we have lots of money involved. That way, they don't have time to research. They don't have time to suspect that this is all false. 
And if we just put a really high number of new yen in this, then the fixer is more likely to do it. Is it always the case that the fixer and the Johnson meet together at a club or can like the Johnson request to meet like at, I mean, not, not really like an abandoned warehouse. But right, like, right. No, it depends on the relationship between the fixer and the Johnson. Okay. Since this was being a new Johnson in this case, then uh, she's going to have to go to his place because that is where people feel safe. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what FATS does, does for you guys. Yeah, yeah, so that's all I was trying to see. But I guess we could ask Whisper if she thinks she could negotiate meeting at, I don't know, like what would be a good place with a good reason for them to meet somewhere else? Like if, like if she were like, She's the Starbucks employee. Let's meet, meet up at Starbucks. <laughs> it's very unlikely because yeah. they're afraid of the very thing that you're just saying is Amber. Yeah. So we know what Whistler's going to do. Now, Mikey, we need a map of HQ, the Fixer's headquarters, and what kind of routes they would take. Yeah. And we need to talk about whether we could like, funnel them to a specific location to ambush them. Santi would chime in here and basically just realize that Jared knows the usual route that the Shadowrunners take to get to this place. There we go. And then, so, so you... based on that route, I mean, it's tough to say, like, is there like a good place where it's like a good place for an ambush? Like it's single lane, one way, surrounded yeah. by giant buildings. Why don't you guys roll your logic test unless you want to hire a Decker to be part of this process. Cumulative logic roll. And I have analytical mind, which is plus two to logic tests, which I haven't been remembering to do. Two. Two successes. Three. 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 Four. Five. Six. I have three successes. Six. Seven. You guys look at the map between the military outpost to the fixer's warehouse. It's not, it's not a club, it's a warehouse. And it's like a good 10 mile distance. And in between, there's a lot of what you guys went through before was, you know, the goals with their with the abandoned buildings. And then eventually it gets to the downtown Seattle area. You have really two choices. The downtown Seattle area is much safer for you guys to do the ambush because generally there's not going to be goals or anything that's just going to pop out of the corner and eat you guys when you guys are sitting in ambush. Uh, the downside of that is Lone Star and the Fixers Warehouse, if there's any alert that these guys do, they're going to bring their backup. So it's closer to them. But if you do it closer to the warehouse area, if there is an alert, then the Humus Poli guys, Polis guys might be more alerted. And there's more danger when it comes to critters out there. But you're much more exposed and, and the ambush is much more effective offensively if you're in this area because it's hard to travel. There's one spot that is one way to get in, one way to get out. If you're stuck in there, I mean, you, it's like shooting a fish in a barrel. So just for reference, that place near the, the humanist polis, that's the better spot. Um, how far approximately is it? Is it like a mile, two miles? Or is it's, it like, like, it's like four miles away. Four miles away. Probably want to do that one, right? Sure. Guys? Sure. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to take the car down, though. Yeah. How, how we, how we, what do we have? Okay. And assume they have a car just like yours, Damien, but it's mm-hmm. armored. Okay. So increased armor or base armor? Increased armor. So mine. Does Jared know how much? If you shoot a rocket at it and it will survive. Now, if you shoot like 20 rockets at it, it won't survive. It will survive at least one rocket blast. Your van would not survive a rocket blast. So our goal here is more to disable them so they can't 
No, this is like a, a block radius. Is that the area that they can get trapped into? It's like a, a whole street. So like basically once they turn a corner, it's a narrow street and they take it because it's shorter. It's not very wise of them, but they go, they can go right through it. They just sped through it. No, no problem happens. But if they get ambushed, that would be a big problem. I feel like we want to do, because uh, this is an idea. It could be a terrible idea. Because do what they always do in the stupid movies, right? Like we've got two, two drivers here. Both me and Nate Jake can drive. Mm-hmm. We're in like garbage trucks or something like that, right? And once they go in, we just block the exits with the garbage truck. And they, they're stuck in there. And then we have Roz and Tim like on the roofs. And you can just start like pot-shotting them while they're in the car to get them out. And then Jay and I can join yeah, Now they're stuck car-wise, but then if they get out by foot, then that's when they could run in between the buildings. Or how about this? If one of our vans hit them head-on from the side, we take less damage and they should be knocked over. That's new driving skills, but yes. And, that and if you get of... them in one area, like, and we can pretty much establish where they're going to be, I can take the car out. And how can you take the car out? Radiation grenades. Is that an actual grenade or is that your power? No, it's the elemental grenade. Just like a magical grenade that you throw. And then radiation damage ignores armor. Oh, and so that affects them, not the car. Well, no, it, it affects the car. But also, like, I would, I would imagine, like, if one of those blew up under the car, the car would take most of that. Like, the radiation isn't going to seep through the metal. Would it make the car blow up? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> just checking here. But also, just like. Okay, but I'm if, not, if we know it only radiation. has 12 body, I can That's work funny. around that. Or also, I'm also not an expert on radiation, but like a car doesn't stop radiation, right? Metal would. So, like, you think you could drive a car through like Fukushima and you'd survive? We can win. Well, no, straight. like in this specific damage, because it, like think of it like a shaped charge. It would essentially just go off underneath the car. Okay. It may blow the car up, but I don't think they're going to take radiation damage if if I was looking at that. Okay, I was wondering I mean, how we, the radiation works. I thought it just like like seeps out like radiation everywhere like in this radius and it's just like well and your hair falls out now oh. have... <laughs> or we use a regular well, i mean that's up to mike if he wants to allow the radiation damage to go through the car or not uh i, mean, I just want to understand because i never heard of this thing so i just want to know what, what were you thinking when you got this power what would it do what would it do well for a person like it ignores armor so it would it would essentially fry any person but that would be skin t- contact. There would be no barrier. Doesn't metal, I mean, I'm thinking like x-rays, you know, like there's certain like metal sheets, like lead that like prevents you from getting hurt. So I'm wondering like, does a car have like that kind of material to prevent radiation? It's literally just lead that would do it. And cars typically aren't made of lead. Okay, so just imagine then that this car would not protect you from radiation. Would you guys want to use that kind of power, firepower against this, this situation? Maybe and then make them really easy to deal with. Is it so, explosive? Like, will it, any like if there was gas there, would it catch on fire? Let's we can Google what does radiation do. Yeah, I want to make sure, like, you know, there's a gas tank in this thing, so would it blow up? Maybe. Yeah, this is why where it gets confusing because like radiation itself wouldn't make anything blow up. It's right. just the things that we know of in our current world that cause radiation are highly explosive. Right, and right. this is the radiation grenade. Right, so right. this is a spell or is it a grenade? No, it's actually a spell. 
So I feel uh, like so my my thinking is it's just like it's essentially shooting out like giant X-rays at you, but like you okay. know, X tenfold, right? The grenade spell explodes when the caster uses a simple action. Other than that, it really doesn't say how it blows up. Okay. So if you I'm look say at like wave and then side effect is whatever that elemental you chose. Right. Okay. Sounds good. So we're trying to get them before they even get into the um, fixer's place. Yes. Yeah. What Wait, so what's the plan with the radiation grenade? Like blow it under? Like winter? Well, we'll try to figure out what the radiation grenade does. But originally, the plan was to see if it just disables the car. So instead of a radiation grenade, what if we just do a regular like landmine and kind of winter soldier the whole thing? Well, so that's what the issue was. That with Mike, he's mentioned it has an armor of twenty. So he said it can survive at least one rocket launcher and multiple rocket launcher attacks, but not. But that, but whether but it, it has it, a force it, to knock it over is the question. Right. I mean, it's, it's, you're not trying to damage the car. You're just trying to the explosion just supposed to flip it over, and that's not going to do with weight, not by armor. Force, depending on the weight of the van, should knock it over. Technically, yeah, you can do it. But just keep in mind, if it's an explosion, it could actually destroy parts of the car and kill whoever's inside. Kind of like how IEDs are in, in today's. Yeah, we were decided that if they sort of die, it's okay. Okay. If, if anything, it will disable the tires and maybe the engine. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you could definitely do it. It's actually an approach. So how do we get the landmine? So uh, did you guys, are you looking at landmines, Damien? Yeah, so, so there's nothing specific for landmines. They're saying you can make it yourself. You just buy the explosive, make it a shape charge with a detonator and a motion sensor, and essentially that's what they well, have. Well, that's explosive skills. Did anyone pick up we? They don't pick up demos yet. We were talking about it. But. We were talking about picking. I was talk, talking about picking up, but we didn't really confirm, so I didn't pick it up. That takes demolition skill. You guys can try to plant it, but you'll have a default modifier against you. Just shoot it with a rocket launcher. It's the, you said it can take one. Oh, who by has, the way, uh, you guys launcher? don't have a character sheet, but Whisper has demolition skills. Oh, oh, well, what the oh, hell? Well, she can make it for us. Yeah, she'll have to roll for it, but yeah. It's well, I was going to say at this point, because there is an extended test for making explosives, she would have to buy commercial explosives. Well, what she recommends is why don't we just have it uh, where you have a regular explosive with a time, uh, not time, but a wireless detonator. And right. then when the car goes over, boom. It's kind of like going back to the grenade talk with Jared. It's, it's actually easier just, and it's more damage just to use a grenade and link it with your PAN, your personal area network, and just do uh, use the wireless trigger. There's only one downside is they might be able to detect explosives if, uh, if it's planted there. But I can make it invisible. There you go. We're still talking about like on the, in the, in the road, right? Right. Okay. How would they, we'll make it invisible anyways, but how would they detect like a, like a buried, buried explosives? It depends that their car has sensors. Uh, and then, you know, they're always going to do a perception check to see if something looks amiss. So what are we thinking? Just like, we just do like a bundle of grenades? <laughs> yeah. And we wouldn't even need a bundle. We'd only need like two or three. Hey, Jay, how long is that stun grenade last again? Um, let me check. Ten minutes. Okay. So Jared's up by now. Yeah, but it's oh, evil Jared. <laughs> well, actually, it's good Jared. I thought you said good Jared couldn't come out. No, no, no. He... That sounds so fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> so Can Jared... good Jared come out and play? <laughs> it's, it's Richter is bad, is bad Jared, and then there's good Jared. Jared, Jared. Uh, is whenever there's pain inflicted on uh, Jared, the good Jared comes out. So he's in pain. He wants to die. 
he looks at you and he can't even look at you, Sansi. He's just like a, totally ashamed. Well, you can't tie yet. Here, I'll just I'll tie him up in a straight jacket and be like, just chill here yeah, for a while. Yeah. I mean, he should be at this point back kind of in the room that he was in where Sansi couldn't go in, you know, handcuffed down and, and all that good stuff. I mean, we can talk to him, but we already have the information that we, you know, we don't, we don't need to talk to him. I'd, I'd rather keep him alive. I mean, Sansi has no problem with killing him, but we would rather keep him alive just in case this failed. So, the plan is Whisper is going to talk to the people, bring them out. We know where we're going. Everybody the humans pull us. We're going to have two vehicles. Yeah. Oh, are we still doing the vehicle thing? I thought we were just doing yeah. the grenade thing. No, because the vehicle thing means they can't like try to serve, swerve around it, like hit a building or whatever. It means they can't go anywhere. And if Roz and uh, uh, or if Rook and Sandy are on the roof, I can just chuck a grenade if they get out. Can we just, uh, make it super powerful? But I can chuck a grenade if they get out. Is good, Jared, coming with you guys on the ambush? No, no way. Okay. <laughs> He's staying locked up. No, yeah, he's staying locked up. It's just not worth it because we can't trust his psyche not to, not to have Richter come out right. while we're doing this. Yeah, mm-hmm. Fats is gonna treat him well because she understands that this is the good one right now. So she's gonna give this guy her chef's famous uh, house soup, and so it's really appetizing. And so she's always hospitable. Does anyone else want the soup? <laughs> Such a weird question. I'll have some soup. Okay. Who else wants soup? Sure, I'll take some soup. Anyone else? You all die. That's soup poisoning. <laughs> so yeah, so Jerry eats it, and you guys eat it, and after like 30 minutes, you just start seeing him throw up. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and yeah, sorry, uh, Mega Man and uh, Nova, you guys start throwing up too. And that's going to last for six hours. Sorry. <laughs> I do I have any medical remedies since I am a doctor? Yeah, you probably do. So you might want to like, <laughs> as you're throwing up, you're going through your, your medication bag. Jay, I'm going to say that it's going to cost you 100 new yen because just to re- replenish your, your supplies. That's fine. You want to give some to Damien too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you take <sighs> After 30 minutes, you guys are feeling a lot better, but that soup tastes so good, but you're never going to have soup again because it, it just brings back bad memories. So, uh, why would fats poison us as well? I don't understand. Yeah, Rosie, why would fats poison them? Yeah, what was that all about? Uh, yeah, what was that? Yeah, why I would Rosie know? What? Oh, it was your stupid raven thing. Oh, Rosie yeah, did it. Oh, damn it. Get pranked. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing Mega Man's here. That's you why have- Rosie was covering her face when I was asking her if she was having any soup. Right. <laughs> Literally Never looking down and drawing. <laughs> do we know, uh, to Jay's question, do we know that like this is because of Roz? You have a good yeah. feeling it's because of Roz. You it's not because of Fats, because Fats is like horrified that people are throwing up her famous soup. <laughs> what the hell, Rook? Damn it, Rook. 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 Not again. Yeah, wait in the car. <laughs> Rook, you let me what? down. You hear the biggest laugh. I have to. I, I, I lost know, the role. I know. And then I couldn't tell anybody. Of course, yes. Because then that would ruin. Good that you guys didn't have the soup well during the ambush. Yeah. yeah. Like put, bring it in a thermos. If I have coming or not. <laughs> that almost ruined our run. It almost ruined your run. Fine. We just would have waited six hours. Cost you a patch. 
of whatever. You guys all have stains on your pants. Dry so, cleaning bill. Yeah. What? It's like instant vomiting. So they yeah. don't have any control of, of where Oh, they're... oh, I see. Yeah, Rook I think the family guy the episode. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Rook is oh. paying for our dry cleaning. <laughs> huh? I didn't hear you. Sorry. I'm walking towards the car. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> don't sit next to me. <laughs> Okay, let's go. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Drek Happens. If you haven't visited already, check out our website, drekhappens.com. We recently gave it a redesign and a much needed improved user experience. As always, we look forward to your comments, questions, and feedback on Twitter and Facebook. Take care, chummers, and we'll see you in the next episode. So Raz, you I don't need your money anymore. Cool. Because it brought it down to what I have. Cool. So now you're poor. I have fifteen hundred left. <laughs> it's reasonable. As of the beginning of this session, everyone has to pay their lifestyle payment. Okay. I'm this this, this, this one? one. Can I borrow five hundred million from someone? <laughs> <laughs>